Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> You'd be a great violin player. Well, I can't play the violin, sir. But <laughs> there you go. There's your start. Right then. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Reminding You Why You Love Football, a weekly podcast from Mundial Magazine. And I could say a bit more here, but I'm going to read you a review. Is this the best football podcast in the world? No. Is this the best football podcast in the known universe? Also no. He's warming up now. This is the best football podcast across all folds of time and space with no equal. Owen and the gang. Owen. The gang. <laughs> Have insane chemistry, amazing stories. Production, amazing. Wow. Topics, amazing. I could go on. Please do, mate. But I'm <laughs> typing this at work and I'm on the clock because I was just reminded how much I love football. That is a beautiful review on Apple and was left by someone from the United States of America who left their name in basically in wingdings, mm. right? <laughs> However, we shouldn't get too caught up because... Uh, on a recent Monday morning, I had to block someone on Facebook who who said, um, some young scallywag who on a recent video clip said, who are these fucking nonces? <laughs> so the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. <laughs> anyway, there you go. From five stars to one star. Yeah. From, um, from the universe to nonces. Um, Did you say the known universe? All folds of time and space with no equal. Wow. Yeah. That's as big as it gets, I think. There's well, it is, but it's soon been taken two-footed. A lot of podcasts in the known universe. There is a lot. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Too in, many. Probably a few in the non-known as well. Yeah. Anyway, um, if this is your first time listening, I hope that review keeps you keeps you in. Uh, we are Mundar Magazine. Uh, we've been around for a while now. We do all sorts of stuff. There's also 17 other episodes of this, which are all full of pretty timeless content about volleys and kits and Seb's alter ego and, and James's petty moaning. But... <laughs> <laughs> Joining me today on what is Australia's Threatened Species Day. There are 2,000 species, um, flora and fauna, threatened in Australia, which makes you think. Joining me today are Mundial co-founder, Seb Sharps, noted Day Frog White. Oh, that's right. sharp. Mundial features editor, James Christmas Island Fruit Bat Bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. And producer Tommy, Northern Hairy Nosed Wombat Stewart. This is brilliant. That, that's brilliant. Yeah. Northern Hairy Nosed Wombat. Yeah, I'm your host, Mundial Editorial <laughs> Director, Owen Blind Cave Eel Blackhead. Oh. And I, anyone wants to go and have a look, there are some wonderful species names on that list. And the reason that exists was because September the 7th was the day which the last Tasmanian wolf became extinct. And it, it was in captivity. And, and previously to that, it had been six years previous that they had been hunted into extinction. Tasmanian wolf, thiocene, I think their name is. Interesting looking character, stripes and spots. R.I.P. Oh. R.I.P. the Tasmanian oh. wolf. Pull one out for the, for the big guy. The, the, be a good nickname, that. The Tasmanian wolf. That's, maybe that's yeah. what I want to be. No, I'm your host, editorial director, <laughs> Owen, the Tasmanian wolf Blackhurst. <laughs> the Tasmanian wolf. It's, it's appropriate. Yeah. It fits. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Is it Kevin Muscat? No, but you tell you what, Seb, you'll be on that endangered list if you keep leaving us little precious little time with the scripts. <laughs> right then. Guilty. <laughs> we normally talk about what shirts we're wearing, but we've all rummaged around in our own and other, each other's cupboards this week. And um, Tommy's wearing a blue Manchester United shirt. He's giving very Brian McClare has been to the barbers and had his wild man look chopped off. <laughs> yes. Seb, vintage Celtic. He's calling himself Jock Stein. We're calling him Cockstein. <laughs> James is James is in his patter again. Yeah, very nice. Back out the cupboard. It's back, a great one. That, back out the really cupboard. Is. Back in the bag. Matilda keeps trying to send to the uh, charity shop full of your shit. It's a very big bag. I bet it is. Yeah, you're in it every night. <laughs> back you go.
We support these. We support these. We support these now. We support these. We support these now. We support these now is a is um, one of our social regulars now, a podcast regular, and it's been a magazine regular. And don't let them tell you we only have one idea. Um, <laughs> we've supported all sorts. Over the years, and today James Bird is going to tell us about who Mundial is supporting this week. James Bird, take it away. So this week we support the Albanian national team. Do we know? We do. We do. Well, back in January, they hired a new manager, and their new manager is Silvino, the Brazilian of Arsenal fame, the left back. Silvino is the Albanian national football team manager. And he quickly hired Pablo Zabaleta as his assistant what? alongside <laughs> of Middlesbrough fame, Deriva. So That's a dream blunt rotation right there, actually. Yeah. So so part of the brilliance of this is obviously that you've got Zabaleta and Deriva in tow with Silvino. Which uh which cult classic football match was Deriva? Involved with the Riva, um, the Middlesbrough, the one um, Alfonso Uwe. Alves scored. No, Uwe, no, 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 not Alfonso Alves. Macaroni, no, Ma- yeah, way before. Um, the four three when Ravinelli scored a hat trick. It's two. It's the two thousand three League Cup final against Bolton. Blind, when, yes. oh. when you've got the the two most cult classic starting lineups in a football match that I've ever so seen. So this is Allardyce, Bolton, Pete. Alla- Allardyce, yeah. McLaren. Oh, so like Mendieta, etc. Yeah, and Campo. Campo. Acocha. Acocha. Oh, Jorkaev. Jorkaev is playing oh. left wing. Kevin Davis is up top. Is Fernando Hierro still there? Yes, he's playing centre mid. What? That's fucking crazy. Sweet Caroline, we've peaked. Oh, <laughs> I think we, we, could, we could do a whole episode on that. <laughs> yeah. on that and, maybe, and maybe we should. We're looking for ways to freshen things up. Three <laughs> seemingly unconnected South Americans manage the Albanian national team. Correct. Silvino, who, I mean, he probably would mind me saying it, but uh, looks a bit like a cartoon mouse. Yeah. <laughs> He's Ratatouille. He is Ratatouille. He is Ratatouille. That's a good shout, James. Great shout. And a scorer of great goals. Zabaleta, who looks like one of the chefs from Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and was yeah. recently mistaken by the BBC to be someone else. <laughs> Not like them. Yeah. Not like the BBC. <laughs> Don't get me started. Auntie Beeb needs a fucking visit to Specsavers if you ask me. <laughs> I'd, re- I'd replace Auntie Beeb with Auntie Seb. Be some very different programming late <laughs> yeah. nights. Anyway, James, back to Albania. Uh, so you're right, yes. Back to Tirana. Three seemingly unconnected South Americans. Silvino is the first non-European uh, manager of the Albanian national team who comes in after three Italian coaches in a row. Uh, Gianni Di Bassi, Christian Panucci, and then most recently, Eduardo Reja. Now, Albania have qualified once for a major tournament. That was in 2016. They got mm-hmm. to the Euros and they did quite well. They finished on the same amount of points actually as Portugal, who obviously went on to win oh, the tournament. Start. But recently they haven't been playing as well they didn't qualify for euro 2021 they were two points off getting into the playoffs for world cup qualification and they were sort of being criticized for playing very defensive football they were playing three at the back with win backs and it wasn't really working but why are we supporting them now we're supporting them now because this heralds a change for a country that i think is actually vilified in in the uk quite a lot suella bravman has been talking very <laughs> unsurprisingly negatively about Albania there was that amazing march in, in London at the end of last year was, yeah. when uh, England played Albania at Wembley um, about a year and a half ago there was an incredible uh, turnout from, from the Albanian fans for that and this held a change and Silvino started well so mm-hmm. in uh, Euro 2024 qualifying they've beaten Moldova Nice. Uh, they beat the Faroe Islands as as you would expect. <clears throat> yeah. The Dolphin Slayers, good. They Fucking stick it up. We do not God, support. Albania. We do not support them now no. or ever. No, no, no. Uh, they don't tell me it's don't tell me it's cultural to do uh, with your ancestors when you're fucking using motorboats and harpoons, you rotten bastards. Yeah, agreed. 
They beat the Faroe Islands. Three <laughs> one. <laughs> Boo! Uh, they lost very narrowly to a strong Poland side. They yeah. lost one nil. Chesney made loads of loads Chesney. of great saves. So this heralds a new start for this Albanian team, a fresh start. Uh, and they've got some interesting players. They've got Hysaj, who was basically never present for Napoli at fullback for about five seasons. He moved to Lazio when Sarri moved to Lazio. Uh, They've got was Antonio. almost permanently linked with the Premier League move for a long time. Wasn't yeah. He? yeah, yeah, great player. They've got the young lad who's at uh, Inter Milan, Aslani, uh, yes. midfielder, really good player. Uh, Not the character from Line the Witch in the Wardrobe. No, it's a different <laughs> one. But... That's Aslan. Aslan, isn't it? Aslan. Uh, Aslan. Back in the wardrobe for you. Uh, (laughs) You wouldn't even be in the first two books. You'd be one of those, (laughs) one of the little brothers or sisters who aren't allowed. (laughs) They've got Kumbulla, the Roma centre half. Hasbulla, the little fella. No, no, no. No. Boo again. Boo. Boo. He's He's a far right. He's a baddie. Um, He's a baddie. Yeah. Hasbulla is a baddie. And he's about seventy, isn't he? Yeah. I'm still not, not funny. I'm still not entirely sure what's going on with Hasbulla. Yeah, yeah. no. But all I do know is that Dagestan is a very, very dangerous place. And they've got the chess player, Armando Broer, to come yeah. back. Who, who yeah, yeah, he is injured, a lot. but he seems very good. Why can't yeah. why don't Chelsea play him? I think um, he's been unlucky with injuries. They, they, no, they're no, no, sim- they keep loading him out. They're simply addicted to buying with the players. <laughs> yeah, they are. So it's a fresh start for a country that is incredibly passionate about football, very passionate about who they are and, and where they are, whereas mm. they're vilified elsewhere. So um, they're playing Czech Republic on the evening that this goes out. They're top of their qualifying group. Um, and I just wanted to read out a quote from uh, Silvino from before. Silvino, by the way, hasn't really been successful yet no. as, a, as a club manager. Leon, he was right. booted out of Lyon mm. after 11 games. Booted out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, au revoir. Yeah, yeah. Monsieur <laughs> Silvino. <laughs> and, uh, and then he was manager of Corinthians for about a year and a half and wasn't necessarily popular there. But it's a fresh start. Uh, and before his first game as Albanian manager, he said, you will not see Silvino's team tomorrow. You will see the Albanian national team playing at 100 kilometres per hour. I'm convinced that the boys will give their best. They will give their heart on the field in a packed stadium. All the players know the importance of the match against Moldova. There is no time to waste. Come on, boys. If you Google Albania's greatest ever players, it uh, it comes up as uh, Sunderland's Lorik Kanna. If, if anyone remembers a good, him. A good, good centre-half, a, a very, defensive midfielder. Yeah, defensive midfielder. I do remember Who was a very that. good player, very industrious, and a football manager legend. Like, he was, he was a worldly on football, a worldly on football oh, yeah. manager. But if the, if these players are playing for these big European clubs, then this sounds like a, potentially a, a golden generation. It's you know. super exciting. Albania's only, acro- like only across like 30 kilometres of sea from Italy. Mm. They're, right. they're, they're very, very connected. And obviously... The Czech Republic is actually one of the countries that is very vocal about uh, having Albania part of the EU. Um, I was due to go to Albania in a few, in this summer, actually, to visit to visit someone. Uh, uh, someone I know is was going to go in, um, stay in a campsite down there for a few weeks, and I was I was going to go, but he's for whatever reason he's now not going. But I was pretty pumped about it, not least because I got I've been asked eight times by eight different Albanians if I'm Albanian. Yeah, really. <laughs> Eight, eight different times. My wife will attest to that. <laughs> Twice. Is this pre-swole or post-swole? This was about 15 years ago oh. at an airport. I had, I was relatively unshaven. I had shortish hair. Probably, I was probably wearing a leather jacket. I had quite a nice leather jacket at the time. And I was wearing a red T-shirt with a big black. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But like a, a fella at Gatwick came up to me and started talking Albanian. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And then he went, you're not Albanian? And I said, no. <laughs> he was like, Dude. and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's and then it happened about six days later. I wonder what it is about well, you. I, well, I don't know. That I look Albanian. Dark though, hair. Yeah. Well. But everyone's got dark hair. Not, not everyone has dark hair. No, okay. Not no, everyone no. has dark hair, but. I, I've actually been to Albania. Oh, I, it was my first shoot. Of course, shoot in Phileas Fogg. For it was my first broad shoot for Al- Pitch mm. International. Oh wow! Um, Tell Albania us more, Seb. Tell us more. In, to, in 2011, uh, but that was a, uh, a, a a quiet night in Tirana. 
lovely, lovely place. And you mentioned being so close to Italy. The food is obviously heavily influenced with your pastas and your pizzas and things like that, which was great for They've me. They've got your pizzas. Yeah, your They've pastas. got your pastas. But you've what, ju- I was just Tirana. about to ask you about the food, and then you've gone, <laughs> I just had a load of pizza. <laughs> no, but Never change, Seb. <laughs> You know, Albania actually has super interesting food. Cause yeah. it has of course, it does. But, awesome and inter- no, no, but he awesome won't have fucking tried it, will he? <laughs> There's a lot of Greek and Turkish influences. Yes. Yeah, and, 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 well, and Seb's yeah. had a fucking Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I had to. But no, it's pepperoni. I didn't want to have pineapple. I thought that was a bit too far. It was. It was an. It was an ama- amazing place. It was. It was certainly well, 2011. So it was just starting to get. You know, globalization obviously has been going on for a long time, but there was, you know, things were still ridiculously cheap. It was like seventy yeah. p for a pint and yeah. stuff like that. You know, you don't get that quite as much anymore, do you? But and it's probably a good thing you don't. It's say. probably a good thing, yeah. And uh, not great for you with your fucking f- hanky on your head and your package holidays. <laughs> but I stayed in a hotel. Right Can't get the- fucking decent bacon round here, can you? It's all bony. <laughs> fucking look at the state of these fucking eggs. <laughs> It was a great place. The people were amazing. The taxi drivers were mental. Like the the the, the scariest drivers, but also just a lot of fun. All their taxi drivers seemed to have this screen. Well, basically like an iPad in between, just in front of the the gear stick. Uh, these huge Mercedes, old school Mercedes, which they'd kept, you know, from you know, lovely leather seats, beautifully done out taxis. But they would always have this screen that was basically linked to a betting site. Class. So these people, all of the taxi drivers knew who Yeovil Town were. This was when Yeovil were in Amazing. it too. Wow. Because they'd bet on them once or they'd, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end of your trip, yeah. I bet they wish they fucking had it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. I saw them play. I saw Rebecca, a... I'm just going to get another taxi. <laughs> uh... Well, I very nearly... <laughs> you got one three minutes ago, Seb. I, the... I don't no, think no, no, he I took ne- Re- ne- Rebecca on a pitch into I, I, I nearly, I, I nearly got... Um, well, I nearly didn't get let out of Albania because I was there for Albania, France in the Euros qualifiers. It's fair to say, you know who's big in Albania? Norman Wisdom. Is he? There's frame. There's a statue of him, isn't there? Yeah, because during communist times, he was one of the main bits of Western telly they got, or or, you know, there was he was deemed. I I remember this. There was a frame. They didn't think you were Norman Wisdom. No, 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 no. There was a frame picture. Norman. Norman, lack of wisdom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There was. That's his quiz name. (laughs) So when England played Albania about early noughties, Norman Wisdom is introduced to the fans. And there's a, there was a framed no. picture of this in the national stadium. Brilliant. It was incredible. But I nearly didn't get let back out because this was a, this is 2011, so this is a while back. This is when cameras had tapes, proper tapes, no hard drives or anything like that. So I was going through um, customs with a bag, and because we'd been there three days and done loads of interviews, probably a bag of about 15 videotapes. And let's just say the customs official didn't quite believe that I'd come all the way from England to go and watch Albania v France and was one and, and assumed that I'd come all the way to Albania to film porn films. <gasps> uh, and, uh, <laughs> and wanted me to prove that I'd been to the football. So I had to get my press pass out. I had to get all these things out because he had assumed that I'd... <laughs> Come over to his fair country. How would he make that put, assumption? Uh, uh, I wonder. Uh, what were you doing? What were you doing to make no, him make that assumption? Well, I just had a bag of videotapes, and he, he, he didn't believe that those videotapes contained football. A bag interviews. of videotapes and a suitcase full of dildos. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'll be honest, it was a. Uh, yeah. Why uh, are you wearing a gas mask, mate? It was a good fifteen minutes of like convincing them that I was just a uh, a mere TV producer that had come out and done some interviews around football. <laughs> well. Um, uh, so yeah, but a brilliant place, and and I've I've wanted to go back, but um, yeah, I'm I'm sort of I want to go to like Italy, Spain, Portugal, all these places. Great, 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 great. But yeah. there's so much of like Georgia's meant to be one of oh, yeah. the last. Um, there's a huge wild central part of of, yeah, of yeah. Georgia, which is one of the biggest wild wild areas in the in, in in Europe, and sort of untouched as well. Beautiful rivers and great hikes and things like that. I'd, I'd, I'd yeah, and Tbilisi is incredible. I've got a couple of Georgian friends, and I've been meaning to go for a long time. But this, we will talk about Georgia another time. This has been about Albania, yeah. and we support Albania now. Yeah. Well, that's it. That is that's a good shout. But yeah, what a great mix, and definitely be keeping an eye on them in the next international break. Yeah, man, we support Albania now. Well, it's tonight. It is, yeah. <laughs> tonight I'll be... I'll cut that, don't worry. No, no, I think... You, no, let's keep it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seb, I've, no, I've started to notice that on every section, when we're finished, Seb has to get the last word in. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I did. 
Oh yeah. Honestly. Oh yeah. This is and he's just I, done I it again. To, I have to change it up and cut bits out to uh... We were done then and then he starts going, Well, <laughs> well, well thanks for that, James. And I, do you want a fucking host, mate? No, 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 uh, absolutely. Well, You've told your big fucking story about Albania. It was great. It was and now good. look at you. Well, I'll be, I for one will be watching Albania again. <laughs> I for one. That is good. It's a good impression. I can't get over the taxi drivers betting on you. Over. Yeah. That's yeah. class, yeah. Needless to say. We haven't come up with anything better than that yet, so if you can do us a jingle for Adventure Clubland, or if Tommy can stop polluting the show with guitars and get some bloody get some bloody house music in there, it would be appreciated. This is Adventures in Clubland, which is where we talk about Indian summers, loans, and last chance saloons, spells of players' careers where they've done something um, magic or miserable, but not really miserable because um, there's enough of that in the world. So today... September the 7th is the birthday of Samuel Etu, four-time African Player of the Year, back-to-back Champions League winner with two different clubs, all-time top scorer in the African Cup of Nations, Um, part of a 100-goal front three trident with Messi and Thierry Henry in 2006, (laughs) Pachichi winner that season. And um, a man who famously celebrated pretending to be a granddad with a walking stick after some jibes by his then gaffer Jose Mourinho. Now, Eto as fuck me. I mean, what a fucking list of things that is. <laughs> yeah, I should have believed. I could have gone on. Yeah, there's, there's loads a, yeah. more. Yeah. There's loads more. I just I, I, I ran out of all gas. Off, all off the cuff as well. What do you mean? All in your mind, Palace. That. No, no, no. I researched it like a journalist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you start doing stuff like that research, you'll fucking go stratospheric because you're, pre- <laughs> you're pretty good already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he just puts the effort in on the just training a, ground. Just as a, yeah, like exactly. Re- Rebel Morrison. <laughs> yeah. He's just... got it all, but he just won't click. He's got the natural talent. Yeah. We've got to mould him. Yeah. Lazy. Put in the um, hours. Journalism has failed, James Brown. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Just, just looking for the right manager. Really. <laughs> oh. And I'm looking for anyway. <laughs> I could have gone anywhere with this, really. Um, with 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 that. I mean, there's a great spell at um, Antaliaspor. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Towards the end, where he scored a, a a boatload of goals and was ended up player manager for a bit, etc., etc. Um, but I wanted to go to Real Mallorca. And the reason it's incredibly important in in his career and why it's a great adventure is, I think this is fairly well known, but I'm going to remind people of it anyway. Um, The first European club Samuel Eto'o played for was Real Madrid. And when he turned up to the airport when he was 15, they forgot he was there and they left him um, penniless. And he didn't have a phone, didn't have any contact, and he was left at the airport for the day. Well, it tells me that this isn't that well known because you you three didn't know it. But looking at the, qui- looking at the quiz results, no fucking surprise. <laughs> Norman, lack of wisdom. There he is. <laughs> Norman was. Um, but yeah. So, but then when he got to Madrid, he was pretty much always in the reserves, and he never felt he got a chance. And there, there is a quote from him saying that uh, Capello and Capello's fitness coach Baldini, he was he was part of the England squad for a bit, and he said they believed in him and let him train with the first team squad, but he got pushed down the pecking order. Um, Etu had made some comments that he thought it was because of the colour of his skin at times as well, but it wasn't it wasn't a happy hunting ground for him at Madrid. He got a few loans out and stuff like that. Anyway, so he, he went on loan to Mallorca first season. Scores a decent amount of goals, 11 in whatever game. But then they they buy him. And the president at the time said, there is not another player in the world who would excite Mallorca fans more than a signing Etu. Wow. <laughs> because they loved him so much. First season, he just goes off like a fucking rocket. Narrowly misses out on the Pachichi. And um, Etu was made up to be going. He really just wanted to start. But what he made his stock in trade for first Mallorca and then Barca was scoring against Madrid. Amongst all the other goals, he, in his time at Mallorca, he scored two at the Bernabeu in a 5-1 thrashing. He scored, really? he scored another. Christ. He scored another two the year after that that stopped Madrid winning back-to-back league titles. Yes. He scored a brace against them at home in the Copa del Rey quarter-final, which they went on to win. Still the last major trophy, if you discount the... Sec, uh, second division the Segunda mm. division so the only major trophy that Mallorca have ever won 
Wow. He hasn't been now there for 20 years. He remains their top scorer in all competitions with 70 goals. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and fucking hell, he was good. <laughs> yeah. He, like, he really took off. At Mallorca was the time he took off. You know, he played at a World Cup while he was there. Um, and, like, that great black and red kit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's a young ghetto. It's like, it's grade one all over. And just everything we came to know of him, yeah, yeah. his both brilliant technical ability with that unpredictability that he'd turn on every now and again. And there's some, there's some outs, a couple of the goals against Madrid where he's just weaving in and out mm. before finishing emphatically and just as good as it gets, really. He's there for four years before he, he, he went to we went to Barca. Now, I'll talk about this Barca thing quickly because it sort of completes the Madrid loop. Madrid still owned 50% of him and could have bought him back. And they decided not to. And he went to Barca where he becomes a big part of the modern Barca story, right? He, but after Barca won the league the next year in his first season there, uh, the Barcelona players went into Camp Nou and were all on a microphone. And he started singing. Six times he shouted this. Madrid, you are soul. Bow down before the champion. <laughs> Six times on a mic on the telly. He did gro- grovelingly apologise after saying I bit the, the hand that used to feed me and stuff like that. But he... <laughs> Samuel in every game I've ever seen him play, I've seen him play in the Fletcher a couple of times. He tried hard. But there was... Like, you can see in these Mallorca performances and, like, knowing everything you know that fucking hell, he went at it when he played against Madrid and made it his personal mission to bury them I love every that. single do, time he played that is incredible do not leave your guy at the airport when he's no. f- yeah. <laughs> when he's 15 yeah yeah. that's horrible that I just forgot he was there so sad yeah. the Mallorca thing was just great I mean it's mentally still he only cost him 4 million he's still their top scorer in all competitions with 70 goals and you know, led him to silverware. I mean, like it's it's as it's as it's as good as it gets. He's a he's he's the icon. I mean, and the teams in the Copa del Rey finally won. He was up front with Walter Pandiani. Was oh. he the rifle? The rifle, yeah. Oh. He scored the first from the spot. Big Walter <laughs> against Recreativo de Huelva, and, uh, and then then two great strikes from from Samuel. That's, I mean, just on its own, that those stats and those numbers, just at that Royal, Royal Mallorca. But what a thrilling sight he was, and I think. It's, wow. History has been um, slightly unkind to the first incarnation of, of the Messi era when hmm. before it sort of got settled down. And Etu and Henri were a huge part of that. Yep. They were the treble in yes. 2006. Yeah. Uh, I saw them at that time and Messi got injured. Uh, me and my uh, me and my missus went to the new camp. We saw um, Barca beat Osasuna 4-0. Etu and Henri played up front. <laughs> But um, Idega Johnson took Messi's role. That's right. He... And fucking ran the show. Best yeah. player on the pitch by a country. I, I love him. They know him. He was brilliant. We sat right up in the gods. Classic. And it was like with all the with all the old couples in berets and like fucking smoking cigars. You know, little packed lunches and things like that. And it was great. But back to Mallorca. It's it's a wonderful club and one I've always wanted to go to. It's a great island. I've yeah. been to oh, Parma, yeah, exactly. but I've never what been to Mallorca. What a place to live. A very apt island for an adventuring club land as well. Yeah. 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 He's a legend of Barcelona because of because of his deeds there. But he is the fucking legend at Mallorca. Yeah. Like the number one. And it's not just all about numbers, but his performances. He was fucking hell. I mean, like, just watching him, like, you know, I know we talked about Hasselbank recently, about both footed and stuff like that. But he's uh, like, he's got all of that, but he's electric. Yeah. He's like an eel. Coming yep. alive when he's in the box, he's like fucking like an electric eel with with fucking dynamite in both boots. Just like a, a, a joy to watch. I really enjoyed going back through and watching That's some of the that. videos yesterday, and they're getting on a bit nice. So there's some absolute howling compilations out there of yeah. of, of um, Etu at Mallorca. He should have won a Ballon d'Or, I think, but I don't know when. It's hard to because obviously you had the sort of Zidane, then Ronaldinho era, and then Messi, Ronaldo for years and years. Well, but... for a time, it, it hasn't been that long. When did um... what about when Inter won the treble? Well, this is uh, we no, no, even... no. But no, but the, for a long time, only European players could win the Ballon d'Or. Oh yeah, because it was called the European Football of the Year, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. he finished in the top three in the FIFA World Player of the Year. Only at the time, I think he was only the second African after George Weah. Mm. Wow. But okay. I can't remember when it changed. But definitely because recently, in the last few years, they 
did some posthumous, or not just posthumous, they did some awards. Retrospective. Retrospective, that's it. Retrospective, and Maradona got about eight, and Pele got about eight, and stuff like that. It's the players who could, if they'd have been eligible for the Ballon d'Or at the time, who would have won it? So they did that as well. Right. But I don't know if he won one of those. But yeah, I mean, he went on, I mean, brilliant Inter, playing right back, left back, fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, and he sort of got pushed to the side and uh, uh, Barca. He went in originally to pretty much replace Ibra. Well, I always find it funny with uh, the him and Ibra switch because Ibra's at Barca under Pep, and I don't, th- and I think it's the season after. Ba- basically, sh- long story short, is Eto wins the treble both seasons, one for Barca, one yeah, for Inter Milan, yeah, yeah. yeah. and Ibra misses out both times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The treble, winning the treble in Italy is pretty, uh, is pretty. Uh... In Italy and Spain in consecutive years, <laughs> that's pretty, fucking. Yeah. Nah, that's a great. Yeah, what a what a place to Mallorca would be to. To play your football as well. Oh, yeah. Lovely. And a Mourinho guy. I remember him coming, this is obviously later on in his career, but when he came to Everton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he wore the number five. Wore number five yeah. Why did he wear that? I, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, there's a, there's a brace against Burnley that I just, it just sticks in my head. And I know a couple of Everton fans still talk about it. You know, it's like, okay, didn't, you know, that was his second season of Martinez, so it wasn't great. Anyway, but you know, Etu playing Etu and Lukaku up front for Everton. It's an amazing. I mean, they can, incredible. I just love that he could, he kept wanting to play at yeah. the highest Antalya level, Sport. and he play he play in any position as well. Yeah, like, I mean, like you I, said. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I did, I did a bit of reading yesterday, and there were some things I'd forgotten. I'd always remembered that the story about him being left at the airport because that's the type of thing if you've heard it once, you don't really forget. But he grew up. He had a you know he grew up in a, a, a he had a, quite a rough upbringing. Yeah, he's got a couple of brothers who are footballers as well. But yeah, just a fucking grafter. On top of everything else, just an absolute grafter and, and desperate to keep playing. Is there a memorable moment from Etu you've got, James? I'm always sort of enlightened when a player who you have seen through your childhood ends up playing at a club that you see more often. So Eto again, would have watched Champions League Wednesday nights. Sure, might have seen him on the Liga shows and stuff like that. But then him to rock up at Everton, yeah. And for you to see him on match of the day, to see him play around players that you've been watching play in the Premier League for a long time. Yeah, it's, re- it's a really players. good point. This is it, re- yeah. it, it does really change. It feels, even though it's fleeting, yeah. it doesn't matter. It, may, yeah. it feels magic. It feels, like a, it, feels, it feels like a superhero <laughs> feels, yes. from outside your universe yes. come into your because universe. Because no matter how much you consider yourself a global football fan, if it's not in your day-to-day and if no. it's not in no, your no, daily no. media, no matter yeah. what you consume, it's it's difficult. Right? And we can all say, oh yeah, I saw him when he was 18 at so-and-so. It's usually bollocks, right? Absolutely. So yeah. so yeah. if suddenly Le- Leighton Baines is passing the ball to him, yeah. it becomes real. He becomes <laughs> yes. a real person. Yeah, no, <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah. It's a and, point, and, and And it's like, the thing with, like Messi will never play in the Premier League now. Um, and that's a shame. Yeah. yeah. And But also, it will always keep him elevated as some sort yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Sort of, same way. as the Dan when Mourinho's in Italy and being Mourinho I fucking love him same. Yeah. when he's in England get yeah. him out can't stand yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, when he's managing your club yeah when Ronaldo <laughs> is back and just kicking off and moaning and you don't even the narrative around certain people becomes so big yeah. Yeah. that it's yeah. just impossible to ignore and it makes you it like it makes you fucking sick and, of it and, and this, this is you know it's similar in a way but to um, the rumours about Neymar coming to Chelsea. You know, I don't love Neymar as a person, but what, you know, being able to potentially watch See him, him down the in mall. the flesh at the Molyneux, I was just like, oh my God. You'd love to call Neymar, Neymar a cunt from the fucking world. <laughs> <track, laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. I thought you, you fucking you, I thought you were going to say you'd love to call Neymar Ney. Ney, Ney. No, if he ran through... yeah. <laughs> Snotted one of your players, yeah. scored like rainbow flicked your keeper or something, then started giving it all that. You'd be straight down the front. Yeah. Go on, fuck off. Yeah. Get out of it. Fucking oh, Neymar. I never won the Ballon d'Or, did you, you useless cunt? <laughs> Flicking the V's. Yeah, you would. You would. I don't know. I've seen I've seen I've seen I've, I've seen Neymar play a couple of times and I was at the, the game at Anfield when James Milner put him into the fucking front row. Yeah. Go yeah. on, James. Fucking loved it. It's an incredible. Go on, son. Even I cheered that. that. A sensational challenge. Oh, fucking fucking fantastic. Um, absolutely clattered him. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mundial joins the dots for football culture. And that's not a boast by us, but the words of an actual subscriber in our most recent reader survey. Why not see what they're on about and have a look at Mundial magazine. 100 pages of global football magic released four times a year. It looks great. Smells great, and the writing isn't bad either. Go to mundalemag.com or follow the link in the show description to find out more. Mascots of the world, unite and take over. Back by popular demand, there's no popular demand. We realised we'd done some sections and done them as a one-off and people seemed to like them and then we'd we'd left them just because James likes saying, you ain't been to Hollywood, man, so this... (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, he's got a lot going on at the moment, so we thought we would... But we would bring this back because there are a lot of, frankly, fucking bananas mascots out there in the world. And um, we want to talk about them. So expertly teed up by Tommy. That felt good, that one. That was a very good one. Thank you. It was very good. No Alex Turner this time, James? It wasn't None Alex, of those jibes. Wasn't Alex too? No, but yeah, jealousy. No, it's jealousy. It, it's like, jealousy. James yeah. can't sing. <laughs> it's fine. I can't sing. I accept I'm it. Not, and I, I can't sing, and I know it. And I'm a better singer than you. <laughs> no, 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 no. We could do five songs each on karaoke, and I'd win. And everyone would walk away and say, "Oh, I can just about do it." <laughs> fucking Birdo. Jesus yeah. Christ, he sounds like a fucking strangled cat. No, that's just when I'm doing first Morrissey live show. Impression. That's the first live show. Uh, that's just the Morrissey impression. I'm a good singer. Karaoke all right. at the end. First live show. We'll all do a song. That's oh. fine. That's Oh, well, when you say all, oh, don't think it's just, I'll, I'll just yeah. But we all know your karaoke song, Seb. We do. Horny by Moose T, <laughs> and it is. And you've said that for years, yeah, so I'm not I, saying that. I, I did say it mainly for banter, and it has grown legs. But yeah, yeah. Now I've got to oh, do yeah. it. Have da, you never da. performed it? No, I have done it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. When I've been, when, uh, I, when I've been, yes. Yeah, so with just go to with the drink. Yeah, with drink, drink. Yeah, I mean, remember Greece and I've got a few. False Imprisonment Blues, Street nice. Fighting Man, nice. Um, nice. The Wonder of You. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, that's one of my brothers. All the big boys. James? What, what's my karaoke go to? Go to, yeah. Fucking hell. Um, Give me the loot. <laughs> I mean, that would be, yeah, or Machine Gun Funk. I, I actually opened up my 30th <laughs> birthday by doing Juicy by Biggie. Back to the bloody mascots. From, hey. from a former mascot himself. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't that, know if we've said this before, but we're going to clear this up for now. When Seb... Wasn't little Seb, but he was as tall as he is now, aged aged 13, <laughs> 13, 13 years old, 13. Yeah, We're in wanking territory now. Yeah. <laughs> he's got fucking hairy knackers and he's the fucking... No, I was a little bit of a late developer, so I'm not sure. Maybe yeah, not. I didn't have hairy knackers until no. I was 16. No. But I was tall. There's definitely, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, well, Seb was the mascot for Yeovil when he was taller than the first team skipper. Yeah. <laughs> There is pit, the pictorial evidence, yeah. <laughs> what is the mascot? Oh, the, oh, the oval mascot, well, we talk it's about. The, the jolly, jolly green jolly giant. giant, but no, he wasn't that. No. No, no, you know when you hold hands with oh. a player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got the programme somewhere as well, I'll dig it out and we'll put it on social. <laughs> 13 years old, walking out hand in hand with the first team skipper. <laughs> we, 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 things take a long time to do. <laughs> it takes a while to do things in Somerset you know that's fucking great <laughs> it's a good picture it's my favourite story you love it, you love it. I, I reckon anyone new who's been introduced to Mundial over the years whether me and Seb have been away or in pubs or whatever <laughs> that's good, I'm, yeah. t- I'm telling that yeah. that one's coming out pretty yeah, yeah. quickly oh it's quickly. the best and Yo- anyway Yo- so- Yo- I'll play in Hampton Richmond in a couple of weeks I'm more than willing to be the mascot again if they want me <laughs> Um, <laughs> right, the mascots of the world unite take over. This mascot is called Jenny, <laughs> which I think is great. That's it. It's Jenny. That's great. Jenny. Section done. Jenny. <laughs> Brilliant. A great so. name. Sorry. Really old. Quite an old school name, isn't it, Jenny? Jenny from the football club Sutton United in leafy West London. What animal would Jenny be in leafy West London? Um, Any guesses? I reckon Badger. it rhymes with just so a Jenny the... 
giant? No. Not, an animal. Yeah, it's an animal. It's Jenny Jackal. the giraffe. Uh-huh. Jackal. Giraffe. Of course it is. Jackalope. Of course it is. Sutton United. Sutton United have just more fame. More famous Fuck for it. the goalkeeper eating a pie on the yeah. bench in an FA Cup match. They've got a giraffe. Oh, yeah. Again, boo, because he did it for the sun. But anyway, yeah, boo. Yeah. And from Samuel Leto to Czech's notes, Jenny the giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But could you tell me why Sutton United have a giraffe as a mascot? No one, well, it was in 2009 and no one is quite sure. They just thought it would be quite weird and people would remember it. And the fact that we're talking about it in 2023. Well, they have. This is, this is, she has her own page on the Sutton United website. Just, just, just tell us about the cut of her jib. What does Jenny get up to? They take great pride in the fact that it's a female mascot. Jenny says on the Sutton United website, I live in a secret location at Gander Green Lane, which is obviously the name of the stadium, where my sponsors kindly provide me with my favourite food. Akia leaves flown in all the way from Africa and a nice warm bed. Although giraffes only sleep from between 10 minutes to two hours a day, less than any other mammal. Wow. Which I would which is a great stat, but anyway. She does everything, Jenny, the giraffe. She isn't just there on match days. <laughs> she isn't just there on match days, just with the mascots, the 13-year-old mascots or whatever. She does all sorts of things. Oh. She recently attended the they, local... They haven't got her fucking mowing the pitch, have they? <laughs> There's videos of her painting the dressing rooms. It's Fuck there. off. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, there is. In the, there is in the on her Twitter account, on Jenny the Giraffe's Twitter account, she's painting the dressing rooms. How many God followers she got? She's got a 600, 700 odds, you know, which Decent. I think is not bad. Yeah. So let me get this. A lower me, league mascot. Let me get this right. This young Jenny yeah. is kept locked no, in no, a lower league football stadium. Is, is only allowed to sleep for between 10 yeah. minutes and two hours a day. Not only allowed, that's all giraffes do. That's, that's all she wants. And they've got a paint in the changing rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Paint in the changing rooms. She was attending the local cider and sausage festival recently. <laughs> oh, um, Jenny. She attends the New Year's Day parade in London. Does she? Yeah, and the, but the reason she came to my particular attention oh, yeah. was because recently, very recently, they had the Epsom mascot 2023 race. Oh. They get various mascots from various, uh, all sports, not just football, to race down the, the final, the final few, few furlongs at Epsom oh. Racecourse. Wow. Um, first I'd, thing I, I'd beat every one of them. Well, the first thing I would say is it's won by Epsom Ellie, on her home turf. Uh, and she on a motorbike. Boom. Well, yeah, boom. She is... Juicing. It's, you know, like Usain Bolt in the Olympics. Oh, it's right. like that, but times two. She's done a what the hell's going on. It's the, what is Epsomelli? Just a horse, but it's just... It's, it's <laughs> is just, it just a horse's head? Just a horse's head. Well, that's what's going on. She's not wearing it. a fucking uniform. That's why I meant I could beat any of them. This is it. They've all got big clod up in this, feet. Yeah. This you ain't bring... going to get up a head of steam if you're dressed as a giraffe, are you? This brings me to how I spotted Jenny the giraffe because well, I just I looked at the bat markers as they say in in this race <laughs> and all you see is Jenny <laughs> just, just the long neck she's a giraffe so she's got a very long neck there's a lot of drag on that she she's, any she's having to hold but the you stride. say this yeah you say this lanky the giraffe the Lancashire yeah. cricket mascot this year finally finally. Won the mascot race after finals fucking it day. up last year. Oh last, really? Yeah. Last oh. year he had a fucking mare. Maybe oh. his, his head got stuck in a net. Maybe we could introduce him because I was going to ask. That's this. What, yes. Is Jenny a solo giraffe? Yeah. There's no. There's see, no... I don't like this because everyone needs same species companionship. It's yeah. like when you see a, a lone horse in a field. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fair point. Huh? You know, or a solo dog and stuff like that. Get yeah. a couple. Let them. You know. Let them. Yeah. Let them have a friend. As a Lancashire member, though, yeah. I, I should say that course, um, yeah. Lanky the giraffe. Lan- Lanky's a bit of an idiot. Yeah, oh, really? Uganosaurus type thing. Yes, yeah, and it's yeah. very much about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. No, but Jenny seems a bit he more. Gets in the way of the cricket. It's all lanky, does, lanky, lanky. Jenny does all sorts. She goes to schools during the week. Obviously, you're thinking giraffe. in the in the outfit. Yeah, you're thinking. Do they want? You're thinking there? giraffe. How big's the bloody scarf? <laughs> <laughs> Not the first thing I was thinking of, but I am now. <laughs> And all I say is, it's the same size as a normal scarf, but it's tied at the very top. So, which I think it should be lower down. I'd want a You'd full want it neck, around the neck job. It's almost right under her throat. Seven so meters that might have impeded her in the in the in the race. Anyway, have you ever seen giraffes fight? Yes. Oh, yeah. my, it was on that Attenborough thing all, a few yeah. years ago, wasn't it? Absolutely. All. They're my favourite animal. I giraffes. reckon so. that's one of the reasons. I reckon why. that should be your fighting technique. <gasps> like what a giraffe does, bend at the waist and then just yeah. wind your big neck up and smash people with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I, I cut so, in there. Yeah, I'm still talking about why, the, the, the mascot race. I can see it's it, important to you. Well, oh, it is. It's, it's, I mean, there's. You weren't betting on it again, were you? No, 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 no. <laughs> you can't. They raised money. It raised over four grand for charity. Back so, in the Albanian nice. taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <on> the mascot <laughs> but it is. What I would say is one of the main other things on her Twitter feed, which I found 
incredible. There's a walking the coals uh, in Sutton and some of the players and I think some of the t- uh, manager does it as sort of like a team bonding exercise. They bloody get Jenny the giraffe on it. With which, the costume. That, that's exactly my thought. Yeah, but that, she's got protection. She's got hooves. Yeah, but that's going to go up like nobody's business if it that's catches true. right, surely. That's true. Made of polyester and all sorts of terrible things. <laughs> you wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to be in a mascot suit and someone go near me with a naked flame. I'm saying free Jenny. Yeah. I, yeah, it sounds but, like a torturous life. Yeah, but she is so a she lot She sleeps in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She paints the dressing room. Yeah. They've got her out working double shifts in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Making her compete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now they want to set fire to her. Yeah, yeah. 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 Jenny, yeah. honestly, just come, just come and live with us. Yeah, yeah. come work here. And unfortunately, we did try and... She must love it, though. Yeah, we did try and connect connect with Jenny, but they were playing Wickham last night, so they... Um, we didn't try. They had her cleaning the toilets, no. did they? Hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. We didn't try and connect. You did. I did, I, yeah, yeah. I emailed, yeah, yeah. When you say try and connect... Well, oh. I tried to find out a bit find, You slide find into Jenny's more. DM? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Are you chirps in a fucking giraffe? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not chirps in a giraffe. Come on, man. I did it through the appropriate channels by the press officer at Sutton United. Sutton United, by the way, very, very, lo- very good club, a traditionally famous non-league club, beat Coventry in 1988, but are an established football league club now, and they and they do great work in the community, which I think is part of the reason why Jenny's so so pre- uh, prominent in the community. But and why yeah. she'll never go out with you? <laughs> she, well, you, yeah, I could, I could don a. I could. All joking aside, she sounds great. Yeah, I just think she it's great. great. Jenny the giraffe from Leafy Sutton. She does sound great. Are you looking to join a club? Well, how about Club Mundial? It's what we call our subscriber offering, and it's the best club in the world. We think for only ten pound a quarter, you get the magazine through your door a tidy little membership card, 20% off all Mundial merchandise and discounts at classic football shirts, All Press Espresso, Art of Football and Percival Menswear. What more do you want? You also get priority access to events, subscriber-only merchandise and a weekly Club Mundial newsletter. Go to mundialmag.com or follow the link in the description to subscribe today. We'll see you at the bar. It roll up, roll up, roll up. Tommy's rusty trombone. Roll up, roll up. He's been practicing. He's upset he couldn't do Hollywood this week, so he had to do something. Yeah, I haven't got phone anymore. Yeah. Okie dokie. On we go. So this is the well. The final trombola in this format, in its current guise. I have bowed to popular demand, and I, it's unpopular. James, I'm sick of James moaning, going, oh, I can't win now, so can we do a new quiz? So we're going to read... No, sorry, re- sorry, sorry, sorry. I can't let that go into the public sphere. I don't moan. I just said... There's video, video evidence. Is There's it, video evidence of Seb saying, about that three, sounds like something a loser would say. say. <laughs> well done. You've gone, you've gone viral for doing a kid's cartoon voice. Yeah. Well done. It was Quick good mate. though. The voice, the voice was good. <laughs> it was good, yeah. Anyway, um, but but we are going to we're going to refresh the quiz to introduce more different types of, of, of questions and maybe even get a real life um, tombola, mm-hmm. um, which we can pick out of every week. We will not be picking out a Tommy's rusty trombola. And for also, the final time, yes. Tommy, and, tell and us I, what it is. I bow down to uh, last goal wins, yeah. Great shot. <laughs> no. Okay. <gasps> oh, oh my god. It doesn't matter, does it? No. Because if one of them wins, I'll still have twenty-seven. Yeah, but that's my point. I still have five times as many points as anyone else. It's like yeah. roll up, roll up. I also bowed down to the uh, to the people on Spotify when Seb put up a poll. Uh, asking what people's favourite section was this week, and uh, the trombola got zero percent. So yeah. I mean, I wouldn't take any notice of them. Those polls look like they've been done by a fucking lunatic. We <laughs> got test things and, tr- and try they things have. out. Said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Test things and try things out. Not the wrong things. Right, very quickly. Very <laughs> oh, he's gutted. He's absolutely gutted. I really We've got think him. About those. We've got him. I really I think them. about I those. Them. I like them. I vote every I time. Them. I like no. him as well and vote every time. I just wanted, like to, I just wanted no. to see where your temperature was at. <laughs> very quickly, the concept of the final trombola is that I will I will pick a match at any point in history. I will pick a player. On Normally one of around teams. 2009 to 2011, yeah. but any point in history. Involving Liverpool. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, he's, I'm, no, well, I've got a special for you this he week. Right back for the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you, just you wait, my friend. And uh, oh. very quickly, can I go around and get your uh, buzzing noises, Subwipe? <laughs> James Bird. Do, 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 do. It's, it's a go. I win. Lightweight, baby. Oh. Like Ronnie Coleman. Sunday, 27th of April, 2014. It's my sister's birthday, so happy 26th birthday to her on that day in 2014. It's Liverpool versus Chelsea. Get that Patrick Truman gift. Oh, I've got five times more points than everyone else. This quiz. I've only done about three Liverpool ones. Anyway, it's Liverpool versus Chelsea. How many Wolves ones have you done? Some. But he's not bothered about it. It's fine. He doesn't. No, I know he's not. He doesn't care. It comes across. Do you know what? Pick a Wolves one now. Fuck this one off. No. Pick a Wolves one. Well, this one actually had a bonus point round, but... Okay, okay. no, go on, we'll no, do I'm it. Sorry, oh, sorry. It. Liverpool versus Chelsea at Anfield, Sunday 27th of April, 2014. What I want to know is, who played in goal for Chelsea? 2014. Yep. Mark Schwarzer. You didn't buzz in. Mark Schwarzer. Yes, James. Swat. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. It was loosely on the Australian theme. Sorry, Seb. And that is how the cookie. And for bonus points, who started up front for Chelsea alongside Demba Bar? Lightweight baby, Um, Nicholas Anelka. No. Dude, Romelu Lukaku. No. Lightweight baby, Samueletto. No. There's a clue within the question. Lightweight baby, Fernando Torres. No. But right lines, right lines. I don't know. I don't care. No, no, I don't, I don't know, care actually. anymore. After the farce of Seb not doing his buzzer and James just taking it without no, I, no way. I forgot. You can get it. Come on, you can get it. He's still playing for Liverpool. For Liverpool? Yes, that's what I meant. The, and I oh, oh, do 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 do. Mohamed Salah. Yes. Whoa, blimey! Yeah, of I course. Believe that's six okay, points. Now. James into second place on his own. Well done. Yeah. Thank you, Owen. Takes the um. Doesn't have to qualify for the Champions League. Play the qualifiers for the Champions League. So James is on, uh, what's that, 12? 12. 12. Respectable. Pretty good, yeah? Cheers, thanks, so. We have Seb and Assad, joint bottom, on six. Owen top with 27. A fairly pyrrhic victory for now, me, this. I, I mean, I, you know, it is what it is. You think it's ruined? No, I just, yeah. I just win the next one as well. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> well played. <laughs> that is good yeah for the benefit of the listener James offered a handshake Owen's way there Owen's he knew what he was doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's nothing to shake about here yeah well uh, well it means something to me enjoying this podcast but not really ready to subscribe to a print magazine well you need the Mundell gateway drug why not sign up to our weekly newsletter You'll get exclusive writing, discounts, recommendations and some really, really random references. Follow the newsletter link in the show description and see what you're missing out on. Oh, okie cokey cokey. Oh, the okie cokey. Oh, the okie cokey. Legs bent. Arms stretched. Ra, ra, ra. Yeah, baby. Is it nah, nah, nah? I just wanted rah, you rah. to say rah, rah, rah. Rah, rah, rah. rah, rah. You yeah. fucking southwest London <laughs> shit pig. <laughs> Clip it up. That's a... Clip it up. <laughs> shit pig. Old fucking leafy, old fucking leafy liberal Seb. Up the rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing this weekend? So I'm just going for a bloody walk in Richmond Park with a deer. <laughs> and the Careful. giraffes. Careful. <laughs> Careful of those deer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't only get Lyme disease. Anyway, ins and outs, outs and ins. Um, I'm going to start with uh, you, Tom Stew. My in this week is my nephew, Joel, who is the most naturally gifted footballer in our family, but he's he's had the, he's he's been too nervous and a bit of anxiety about playing Sunday league football. And last, How old is he? And nine, wait, nine or ten. Anyway, one of them. <laughs> but he's been uh, too nervous to play football for years, even though, his dad is my brother. Is the coach of his team, so, my, so he's had to continue coaching it without his actual son playing. Oh. And um, yeah, Joel made his debut recently after three or four years of of you know being his best mate joined the team, and uh, he made his debut, set up a goal, and he's away now, and that's, that's him now. There you go. And he's just buzzing, and I'm buzzing. It's that's great. Very proud. Yeah. A very nice story. I'm glad you've told it. What's in? <laughs> what, what's in? 
<laughs> him playing football. Overcoming your challenges. There you go. There you go. Overcoming, Overcoming, Overcoming your challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In. Thank you, mate. A man who's never done that. Seb, <laughs> what's your insight? <laughs> oh. I thought I'd done so well. I mean, on pitch yeah, no, challenge. I mean, you know, like. No, on pitch I, challenge. All I could think about it and saying that to you then was uh, <laughs> just nice to be booed by your own fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? That is a cut. <laughs> Rooney is fucking <laughs> seething. Like, <laughs> he could have. Why they haven't made a fucking documentary about that 2010 World Cup oh. yet? Because it sounds. Maybe we should do it because it sounds carnage. Yeah, yeah it does. John Terry right. kicking off because he couldn't get a massage. Yeah. Players being confined to barracks, stuff like that. Yeah. It, Ger Gerard on the left wing. Yeah, it was. Ma oh, oh, God. Fuck it. Rob, Rob Green. Green. Rob Green. <clears throat> Rob Green. Seb. Straight to penalty shootouts. Don't bother with extra time. We've, I was following the Carabao Cup. It's just so much easier and a lot more fun. Yeah, I think extra time in the, in, in, in this day and age. Yeah, it allows teams to play for draws. There's uh, bloody extra time every game now in the Premier League. This yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 13 minutes yeah. there. It's every bloody game. You, know, you don't know when it's going to finish. <laughs> I bet it's caused havoc for your dad, isn't it? A man who likes to know what time he can leave to park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is too much, though. I'm going just before the final. Well, I'm, you know, usually he says I'm going when the fourth official hands up his thing. Dad, there's still fucking 18 minutes left of the game. Yeah, yeah. it's another half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, extra time is is crap. Yeah. It, How World they... Cup final was good though. It but... was. Do you know what? I'm yes in. I'm James. pro. I'm pro extra. Time. I, I... Oh, you're I pro like... extra time. Yeah, it's great. Not your decision though, is it? It's carnage. Yeah. In it's carnage. In mass substitution. Next cramp. In James. My in this week is playing a little bit of a long ball in five-a-side. Oh. Just clipping it up. And it was me. It was me doing this <laughs> recently. Me being the, the furthest man forward. Two, all your players go wide. You put yourself one-on-one -on -one with their centre-back and your defender or goalie just clips it up. Love get that. rid of all that passing in the middle. <laughs> get into the final third. Get not into in. the shooting areas. Not in. No, five-a-side should be um, overhead height. Oh... Should be applied. Makes it easy for cloggers like you. <laughs> My in. And you did complain about people kicking it long. No, no, that was kicking it out of the fucking pitch. Jesus, honestly, I can't keep up. No, it's not in. No. Five, no, five aside should be under head height. Boo. The problem, Agreed. Pro problem, with this, problem with this country, stuff like that. My in is um, kefir. I'll be honest, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I had to Google it. Look at them too. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I, I'm being Pete. honest. I'm being honest. I don't want to, you know. How are you played, I thought I thought he played for Leon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was that uh, is a joke, by the way. I didn't think that. No, it was Samuel Samuel Kafir, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, who, the, who, the, who played for Bayern Munich and hit the floor yeah. there in the 1999 <laughs> final. Uh, see, that would have been a funnier joke. See, it's a fermented yogurt drink. Oh, so oh. it's been fermented, so it removes all the lactose. And if you're a bit lactose intolerant, which I'm realising I oh. might be, mm. and milk doesn't agree with me, no, but yogurt, no. shit like that, fucking tons of the stuff, get it down, yeah. So kefir is a natural, um, it's full of good stuff for your guts. Oh, I might. I, nice. Seb, I would say you should take it, but take it on a Saturday morning, don't leave the house till Sunday night, because there could be some ruptures. <laughs> Fair enough. Book a weekend. No, no, see, that's nice, isn't it? Now I know what it is, and that it could actually do me some good, so I like the sound of it. Do you reckon you're James intolerant? Because I don't agree with you. <laughs> no? no. Do, you not, do you not think kefir should be in? No, I like it. Yeah, it's delicious. Out. James. Players going on strike from training... It's a disgrace. You are paid so much money to do something that the vast majority of the fucking population would like to do for free. Grow up. I don't care if you want to go to Manchester City. I don't care if you want to go to Barcelona. I don't care if you want to go to Real Madrid. You're I mean, paid you, a... you seem to care a bit. But <laughs> you paid a lot. You paid a lot of money. To do I agree. It's bollocks. People would like just just grow up. Yeah. Well grow said. Up. Well said. Yeah, it's ab absolute bollocks. We're talking about Matthias Nunes. And Manchester City's unsettling bid of him. Yeah. I understand one career, blah blah blah, but come on, mate, mm -hmm. twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. You'll get him if you're good enough. You'll get a move. You don't need to fucking like, and they can fuck off as well. Mm. They can always fuck off. <laughs> the unsettling of players, um, and every club does it. It's, oh yeah, yeah. 
It's just nonsense. And it trickles down into the grassroots and, so this and junior is, game as well. Th- this is exactly it my does. point, is that the same with people chatting at referees, the same as bad behaviour on the sidelines from fans, it all trickles down to the, you know, the lower rungs of everything, whether that's kids or Sunday league. And, you know, you're not playing right midfield or if your kid's not playing right midfield and you think he should be, oh, well, don't go to training, don't do this. Don't like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a real shame. Yeah. A real, real shame. Uh, yes, out. Going on strike to force through a move is out. Seb. My out are people that waste their own time and our time by replying to, um, leaving comments on Facebook about things they don't like. <laughs> I think you alluded to it in the intro, but we got called nonces or we, we got told X, Y, Z. If you don't like it, fine, just crack on. Just, let's, just move on. Move on. You don't have to say something bad. I think you need to grow a thicker skin, mate, to be honest. Yeah. Content's out there. No, no, I, 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 I just think it's Seb. Don't bite on that. He, I, he doesn't really mean. No, that. no, I just think it's really. Fun. Yeah, but also it does provide you a laugh, so maybe it should be in. <laughs> I don't know. Employ the Andy Dawson method, which is block and move on. Yeah, he did just block and never. So what's the think difference about him again? for people who've listened to a few of these? Right. Yeah. For that lad saying, "Who are these nonces?" Yeah. I mean, unfortunate terminology. Yeah. To yeah. you going on a one-man offensive against people who like to play fantasy football. If you don't like it, just move on. <laughs> well, I, I, so what's the difference, Seb? I, I what's did, the difference? As you said before, let people be people. Uh, okay, it's okay. just simple. All you have to do is go to his profile, block, and move on. <laughs> Hashtag be kind. No. You know what? No. I did say We lost a listener over that. What? Fantasy football stuff. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Let giraffes be giraffes. Did we? Yeah, we lost a listener, yeah. Let Albania uh, be Albania. George Crew. Gutted. Turned it, turned it off. Yeah. No. Doesn't listen anymore. Because of your, because your rant, he needs to get a thicker skin. Oh. <laughs> well, he, he won't know, will he? Because he won't listen to this anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> taming of the stew. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, mine is the month of September, just because it reminds me of going back to school, and we're in September now, and I don't like it because I don't like school. As that famous philosopher Billy Joe Armstrong once yeah. said, wake me up when September ends. Yeah. I nearly wrote that in the script, so I hoped you'd say it. So I agree, I'm a happy man. man. I agree. The I don't light... mind October, November. You know where you stand, but yeah. September, it's like, oh. Christmas is coming. The geese is getting fat. Exactly. Birdo's still an insufferable twat. Oh. Wow. Well, what I would... I'm going to... Can I just... Can I defend... you, you... Just, just needless. You want to leave some slam poetry, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking click that, you wanker. <laughs> the... <laughs> Can I make really a case good. for September? I mean, not that it's not, that's not the sort of thing, but I, well, there's a lot of, my birthday's in September. There's a lot of birthdays in September. Uh, it's a good month for going out and, and meeting, and, you know, celebrating people's birthdays. Do you know why? There's a lot of birthdays in September? Yes, nine months since Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah. You, yeah. You're just a Christmas shag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> fucking, coming back from there the fucking some... coaching osses in Yeovil, 14 <laughs> points deep. <laughs> Wendy! <laughs> Stop. September's all right by me. That's just for you. Yeah. I, if it wasn't for September, I would not be here. <laughs> that's true. Well, no, if it wasn't for Christmas, you wouldn't be here. No, that's yeah, true. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a good oh, point. Oh, that was a terrible one. I'll tell you one, one thing that has changed quite a lot over the previous 17 weeks of this, right? Oh, yeah. Is you lot thinking ins and outs is a, somehow a democracy. <laughs> no, it just... <laughs> And you're all fucking at it with your fucking, well, I think I think this. We're just discussing. And then... well, I'll, I'll give you September out. Um, yeah. I'm going to finish with me this week. My out is spray deodorant and people who fucking utilise and wield spray deodorant <laughs> in public places because... Oh, I wouldn't do that. Yes, you would. If you're a spray-on deodorant user, if you played football and had a shower afterwards, you'd be covering yourself in your fucking links. Yeah. And some, sure for men. Sure for men, whatever. And some fella sprayed his sure noxious fucking shite the other day. And I walked through a cloud of it and I was like, A, it's horrible. Yeah. B, it doesn't do its job very well. C, True. it's awful for the environment. Yeah, I, I take your point on the environmental thing and the... Annoying, it being annoying in public. But for me, the roll-ons just don't work as well. Depends which one you've used. Okay, can you recommend? Have you used a, a wet roll-on with a little ball? Yes. See, there's your... No, no. And they make me creams, sweat more. For sure, creams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got seven to this. Or the, no, I, I'm, a, I'm a convert. Dove, white bottle, blue top, Dove original. I know the ones. Yeah. All right. Just, to, yeah. Okay. I don't really use any. It, no, and you stink. No, I don't. <laughs> I smell nice. <laughs> You don't stink. I, I don't. You smell nice. Yeah, smell this nice. brings me back to what we were I talking about. I don't use a lot anymore. Well, you're hairless, aren't you? 
No. You are. I've just got this image of this bloke in the gym spraying his deodorant everywhere and then just coming out afterwards with a vape as well. Like oh, as you're walking out, you're both walking out at the same time and just going, who oh, the fuck is this? Yeah. I'm just polluting my air. <laughs> Predatory vapor. Because it, cause if, you're, if you're a vapist, you don't give a shit, then you're more than likely to do, do the same with deodorant, aren't you? He was, I mean, he was a bad end anyway. He was another one who would happily just sit in the sauna moaning about how hot it is. Just get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've got a choice here, mate. You, you don't have to be in here. You've made a choice to get into this hot room Mm. And now you ruin it for other people with yeah. your fucking breathing and your moaning. That's daft, isn't it? This has <laughs> been um, what started as a triumphant, but has, has tailed off. You're all listening. Uh, episode of Reminding You Why You Love Football. We are thrilled as ever to be doing this and recording at Spiritland in King's Cross, where we love. Um, we do pay them. We just thought we'd say it anyway, because um, they're very good to us. We would love you to read and rate and share this. Um, we will have a new edition of Mundial coming out by the time um, the next podcast is out, we're having a little little sales break there after we've sent it sent it to print. It's a good another good one. Beautiful cover, uh, great feature, some wonderful design and um, various of the bits. And we all feature in it. Tommy has made his Mundal writing has, debut. Thank you, sir. He has. Yeah. Seb's in, Jim's in, I'm in, all the Owen and the gangers that reviewer said. <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> Big a t-shirt that one. Owen and the guy. Owen and his interchangeable gang. <laughs> That's fucking good. Why not? That's good stuff. Please, um, please listen. Please rate. Please, oh, you you have listened. Please rate it. Please review it. It really does help boost us up the algorithm. And although we enjoy doing this podcast for the people who listen to it, we do have a big football. Um, our bosses who, who, who look at the other stuff as well, and um, any place we can get up the podcast charts. Be be constructive. We don't mind. Oh, 100%. Yeah. We don't mind. Don't, you know, don't do that what, what that one fella did and say brilliant and leave a two. <coughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back soon. Cheers. Goodbye. Thanks Goodbye. very much, everyone. Love you. Bye. Reminding you why you love football is a Mundial and Football Co production. Produced by Tommy Stewart and Seb White, hosted by me, Owen Blackhurst, and recorded on the run. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.